Hello. I was going to say good morning because well, it's morning right, for us. It's morning for but us. But probably not for you <laughs> listeners. But maybe it is. I don't know. Good morning and happy Magic Monday. Yeah. Welcome to another riveting show of Othered, your favorite podcast. Riveting. Riveting. Yes. I love that word. I'm going to have to find a new one, though. We're so glad that you came back yeah. for another episode. You're here, and we're so happy to have you. Yay. <laughs> It is 9.15 in the morning on a Monday, but we normally record on Thursday afternoons. Mm. So this is a much different scene for me and my friend Caleb, yeah. who I drug out of bed. it's the morning. It is it's the morning. It's the morning, and I am not a morning person. I haven't like, seen Like, I think Caleb you can hear it in my voice. Like, I feel like my voice sounds a lot deeper. I like it. Do you? Yes. Nice. It's a little more moody. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I saw you at 9 a.m. was for yoga teacher training. Oh, yeah. That's been years. <laughs> <laughs> years. Years. Yeah. I uh, have only had like one cup of coffee. I'm working on my second. So I'm mm. feeling a little. What's going on? What world am I in? Who is Caleb today? Still yeah. figuring that out at this point. I feel you there. <laughs> I've been awake since 4.15. Ew. I know. That's so gross. It is really gross. But I'm kind of starting to get into the habit. I am a morning person. I normally wake up around 5, but that oh, 45 minutes what? is a big difference, especially when it's like negative 20 outside. Yeah. See, here's the deal. This winter thing in Iowa is like not my jam. Mm-mm. You know, it's not my summer jam. It's like not for me. No, I hate it mm-hmm. with every fiber of my being. Mm. Being cold is my least favorite thing. It must be and because it is you're Cuban. For rigid, yeah, it is. Okay, my ancestors <laughs> were not built for this. <laughs> Same. Um. Yeah, it is. It's like negative eleven or something. Mm-hmm. Or was Actual that last? Temp. Yeah. And then with the wind chill, it's oh, yeah. much colder. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can, like when I'm turning on my car, it's like, goo, 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 and then it goes, you know, yeah. like it's just like nothing is functioning. I'm barely functioning. You know, it just like everything shuts down. Like the restaurant has been closed mm-hmm. the past couple weeks or the past past week, couple days of the week because of the frigid temperatures, mm-hmm. because of the blizzard. The blizzard. Yeah. And it's just like, mm, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, same. I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. I don't want to get home. I Yeah. I've been home where I should be, where it's warm. But my kids haven't had school. Mm. So we've been together. It feels like another Christmas break. Yeah, that we you guys just have been doing had. some like really fun, cute, like family activities. Yeah. I, um, you know tried to be a fun mom and we made snow ice cream i wish you were my mom shut the fuck up (laughs) no you don't (laughs) you'd be like get me out of this fucking house uh but that was cute and the kids liked it although i did all the work Mm. which of course of course i expect nothing less but it was it kept us busy for about 10 minutes and then there was snow all over my house Mm. so that was fun yeah and uh lots of snacking which is, you know, good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been hearing a lot on the social medias, uh, this term called rotting or bed rotting. And I'm like, is this what this is like? Like, Where you can like get out of bed and you just like watch TV the whole day. And like, maybe you don't shower or like 
you don't. Mm, and like yeah. maybe you eat some food, but it's like snacky food and you just like become a little home goblin. Mm. So that's kind of how I felt like this whole week. Just like a little home goblin. See, like, I, I don't like... think I showered. Like I showered maybe like twice the whole week. And that's like not normal for me. I like to be clean, you know, squeaky clean. For people like you, I think home goblin life is like worst case scenario. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Can't oh stand my God. it. For me, this is like dreamland. Right. Miss introvert over there. Yeah. yeah. I could stay in my bed <laughs> for days at a time. And if someone could just bring me food, I would never have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb's looking at me like, ew, uh-huh. that's No, that gross. just sounds like my worst nightmare. I know. It sounds like my dream. Isn't it funny how uh, we're so hilarious. much alike, but uh-huh. then we're so different at the same time? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen the musical Funny Girl? No. With Barbara Streisand? No. Barbara Babs? I, Do you even know who she is? Yes, I know who okay. she is. And we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I'm sorry. Did you just say she's, she's fine? fine. <gasps> okay. Are you, okay, finish your thought. What nope, about that I'm musical? mad at you now. Oh, well, you already knew. So you can't be mad at me again over something we've already talked about. essentially sacrilege. Last time I told you, I was like, Babs is fine. I think that's literally what I said. You were like, well, you're a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's borderline homophobic. I mean, I just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, where I was going with that is there's a song where she says, people, people who need people are the luckiest people. And it's how I, it's, it's who I am. I'm a lucky person because I, I need people. I need people mm. in my life. I need to see people. I need to talk to people. I'm like, you know, I need to be in solidarity with my community, you know? Okay, sure. I don't need people. I don't need to see people. I don't need to talk to people. I'm good with just being me. Right. Which is why I loved the pandemic times. Yeah. Everyone oh, see, else was like, so oh weird. my God, we're trapped. I was like, thank Hooray. you, Jesus. I never have to see any of you. Yeah, it was the best. <laughs> and I would love to go back there anytime. Sure. Well, that's cute. <sighs> it is cute, isn't it? Yeah, you're adorable. Thank you. So mm. are you. Mm. Thank you. Anyway, the reason that we are here on this bright and frigid morning in Iowa mm-hmm. is for two very special guests who I have been trying to get into the studio for years. Years? Yes. Oh. And finally, I just like Chinese water tortured them down <laughs> and got them to yeah. say yes. Checks so I'm out. really excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm very persistent. So we are here with my beloved Bailey Sweeney and Courtney Cheney from Ritual Med Spa. Come on down, down, ladies. Here they come, looking beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely stunning. Gorge. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about, let's start with you, Bailey, about yourself and what it is that you do. Yeah, I'm Bailey, and I am an esthetician. Um, In 2009, my mom started the Sanctuary Spa, and she had been in dentistry, actually, Sarah Yerfield, for, like, over 20 years, and she was just ready to, like, do something that she was ready to do. So went back to Capri and did her aesthetics license, and, like I said, opened the spa in 2009, 
Um, we've had now, we're on our third location. We started with six employees and now we're wow. at like 65. So it's wow. been a wild ride. It's been fun. Um, I feel like her and I always kind of dreamt of doing this med spa world, but didn't know quite how to take the plunge or get started or how to even find the right person. So somehow, magically, I met Miss Courtney. So I don't know how you like found us, I guess. I want to hear. So I'm Courtney. I'm a nurse practitioner. I started in aesthetics and with a facial plastic surgeon. A little bit of a drive from home um, doing that position, and I really wanted to focus on more of the med spa side of aesthetics. So um, kind of started doing um, injectables. So that means like Botox and fillers and skincare um, on my own. And I had heard that Sanctuary was kind of interested in expanding. I was actually getting a facial from um, another esthetician in town. And we were just, we always, you know, talk about the field during my time there. And um, she had told me that. And so I reached out to a mutual friend that Bailey and I had and asked her to connect us and here we are. It took like six months and we set up a meeting. <laughs> I had to wait till I was like mentally prepared to take this plunge, but yeah. I'm so glad I did. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> well, now that you say 2009, I can't believe I've known you for over yeah, 10 years. Yeah, when did we start our journey? Wow. It was like, yeah. Well, it would have been Because I met your mom first. Yeah. Because I gave birth. And my acne was fucking raging. (laughs) And she got me a gift card to the spa. And then I saw you. She's like, I go to Bailey. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go to Bailey too. (laughs) And then we started our love affair. Oh my gosh. And it's just been so I like knew we'd be pals the first time I met you. I feel like our hours go by so fast. And Mm -hmm. I shouldn't talk, but we always like just have the best time. We do. It's like a hangout session. Yeah, it's so fun. It is really fun. Thanks for being my client. Thanks for <laughs> popping my zits. Yeah, girl, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, it's like top five favorite things in my life. I know. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And I just realized Caleb has never been to the sanctuary, but it is so cozy in there. And you get like blankies uh, and little drinks. Yeah. yeah we'll we need to pick you up with the experience. Yeah, I need yeah. that for sure. We should yeah. have sent you before so that mm-hmm. you could we talk have, about like, it. So, so I can have that whole experience and be like, well, this is what I have. This is what yes. they do. Yeah. 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 So I have a question. Yeah. What's the difference between a med spa mm-hmm. and what you were doing before? So a regular day spa is typically just like massage, facials waxing body treatments nails sometimes like a spray tan situation but um you go to med spa and it's more of like injectables lasers have to have a medical director so someone Mm. with a medical license so depending on the state that's going to be like an md nurse practitioner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um medical grade skincare so ingredients that are at a higher percentage level yep got it we have a wellness menu, so we do like IV drips for immunity or, gotcha. um, I mean, we have a whole menu of IV drips that are kind of cool. So it's just a little more advanced. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to have both because I feel like they complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's easy to think of Botox and filler as, you know, like a, an aesthetic treatment, but mm. it is, we're administering a medication to yeah. the muscles in mm. your face. So it's serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we keep it different light. When yeah. you say it that way. Yeah. 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 Cool. Mm-hmm. So, 
What made you want to open a med spa after opening Sanctuary? Yeah, I felt like, um, like I said, they complement each other so well. So in like my practice of skin, I feel like there was only so far I could take people at Sanctuary without like Courtney's help or the more advanced ingredients or lasers. Um, and so it was hard because I could only take you so far. And then it was like my journey with you with, was kind of over and I'd have to send you somewhere else. And so I just pretty much wanted more tools on my tool belt, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted more more things I could offer, um, more things I could offer my clients. And that way it wasn't like sending it out the door every time. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's like I said, it's such a good yin and yang. So, And as you know, we send you back for maintenance yeah. facials to mm-hmm. keep up with some of the treatments that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made you want to switch career fields, Courtney, from working like in more of a hospital setting, I'm imagining, or just plastic surgery center to yeah. like a med spa? So I was in an outpatient plastic surgery office where I did a lot of dermatology and facial plastics and, um, you know, a lot of skin biopsies, um, checking for skin cancers, um, and, you know, skin condition treatments. And, um, I really liked the, you know, lasers actually, we think of them as what they can improve cosmetically. There's a lot of really good research coming out about how it improves skin health and um, with enough treatments it can actually be preventative with removing those damaged cells and helping your skin be healthier and I really liked kind of this more um, preventative approach rather than always cutting skin Mm. cancer out of people day in day out Um, and I really loved the med spa side and that just wasn't huge in this practice and I really wanted to get more into um, the the cosmetic aesthetics nice so then I guess in the meantime, before we fully opened Ritual, while it was in planning, and I was kind of doing this on my own, um, and I still do this one day a week, but I did um, what's called physical medicine and rehab. So I do Botox for migraine, TMJ, um, a condition called cervical dystonia, which is abnormal muscle tightening in the neck. It can affect neck posture, neck pain, that kind of thing, spasticity. So it was really cool to utilize neurotoxin, which is like Botox, Dysport, there's a few other types of medications in that class um, in a different way. Cool. It seems to me like going from that realm of being <clears throat> in a surgery clinic, right, and then going into a spot that there's a lot more focus on hospitality mm-hmm. and um, taking care of the client, making sure the client feels, you know, taken care of. Um, because when I think about... Um, estheticians and getting facials and doing Botox. The word self-care comes to mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that word has been slapped on those kinds of treatments. Um, Can you talk about the care aspect of what you do? Yeah. I feel like the moment the client walks in the door, your whole mission as an esthetician especially is, like, their host. So... You're making sure that, you know, they feel cozy, they feel welcome, you they feel safe in your care, and they're honestly trusting you with their face, the most, like, important mm-hmm. thing on them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel like it's all about building relationships, safe relationships, um, and I don't know, I love being, like, the host of our spa. I always tell Courtney, like, that's, like, my mission is to just make everyone feel 
at home mm-hmm. and we don't want it to feel like a clinic. Like mm-hmm. clinic to me feels cold. And I think that's why we called it like a boutique because we wanted it to feel different than everyone else. We wanted it to feel cozy and homelike and I don't know, you can elaborate on that, but it's not just like the outcome, which of course we're going to get you a great outcome. It's the experience while you're getting it. We want you to wanted it to be elevated. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Comfortable, cozy. It's like a spa-like environment, but it's medical grade still. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but like we said, we want you guys always, it's boutique because we, you know, have hand selected products that we trust and treatments that we trust. You have extra time built into your appointment. So you're not just feeling, you know, rushed in and out of your appointments. You have time to ask us more questions and feel like, you know, you have our attention. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. I always feel very homey when I go because (laughs) I just really like it there. I mean, even on my esthetician table, we have like the table itself, and then we have three mattress pads, and then we have a mattress protector, and then we have Mm -hmm. teddy bear sheets, and then like everything is like cozy, comfy, like. I don't know. I'm a and very like, a like heating pad. Yes, it's just all warm. Warm and booties for the feet. I yes. put my lotion in my towel warmer. Like it's just everything is thought through, or at least we try to. And mm-hmm. if there's anything that like we're not doing that you want, let us know, and mm-hmm. we'll make it happen. So I'll remember that. Yeah. No, I well. have no tips. <laughs> <laughs> I like it no matter what I do there. But I do. I can tell that you guys put a lot of thought into the way people feel. It's very obvious when you visit your business. No, thank you. So that. Even though people are numbing, we have a little IV lounge where people get their IV services, but that's where you go and hang out while you're numbing for, you know, laser or microneedling. And mm-hmm. there's warm blankets in there, warm neck wraps, snacks, snack snacks bar, and TV, mm-hmm. yeah, beverages, Netflix. What else could you ask for? Right. We should have just stayed there. That's being like a home gremlin, <laughs> but at a spa. Yeah. <laughs> you can be a home gremlin at yes. Ritual and Zing Yeah. <laughs> You just need to escape, you know, the family, roommates, (laughs) life. Just come get an IV and get cozy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that does sound like a nice escape. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned you started Sanctuary with your mom. Yeah. um, And since then she's passed away. She has, But you still have a lot of family up in there. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) what's it like, and we've talked about this many times, working with your whole family? It's great. Okay, so I co-own... Um, well, there's four of us owners at Ritual, and then my dad and I are owners of Sanctuary with his wife. And so, um, and then his wife's daughter is my Cedar Rapids manager. And the, it's just like we're, and then Linston is my, she's married to my brother, and she's our front desk at Ritual. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're very intertwined, which I personally love. I feel like um, family at the spa is just, they're always dependable. Like, can't really run too far from no, they can't. <laughs> um, but I don't know. They're just, I have a great family. And so um, it's fun. It can be difficult though. I mean, cause if you have any type of feelings or whatever, you have to learn how to like say it in an appropriate way where mm-hmm. no one's feelings are going to be hurt. And you have to get really good at like separating. This is my, like for my dad and I, for instance, like this is our like daughter daddy relationship and this is our like business relationship and keeping the two 
separate is challenging. Mm-hmm. It's like it definitely gets blurred from time to time, but I think we do actually pretty good, like my dad and I for sure. So really you'll have to step in and be like, okay, friend to friend or business partner. Yeah. Like you always have to start your conversation. Like, okay, this is me as your friend right mm-hmm. now, not your, yeah. So, um, it's challenging, but I like it. Um, it's fun to like see how it grows and to know that like a family did that you know Mm -hmm. but um yeah it can be hard and they've taken me in I feel like one of them now (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) no in a good (laughs) way part of our crazy Uh, plan I think that's part of why ritual can feel homey to our clients is because I don't know our we feel like a big family staff wise already yeah Mm -hmm. for sure so Mm -hmm. that's important Mm -hmm. as we all know I worked with my mom Hey, Mom. Because I'm sure <laughs> Hi, she's Chris. listening. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it definitely has its good days and bad days. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, working with my mom was harder than working with my dad. And I think it's because mm-hmm. my mom and I's, like, energy was feminine, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, I, I always felt like my mom and I had more of, like, sister vibes a little bit. Like, we just it's not like we were competitive it was just I don't know like equal playing field a little bit in Mm -hmm. the business and so um yeah that was harder but my dad and I seem to have a little bit better of a balance so it's hard I can see the masculine and feminine energy pairing differently than two strong probably opinionated women Mm -hmm. Um, it's like having two cooks in the kitchen yeah it just doesn't always go the way you want it to and it's yeah i also assume that your mom was working alongside you yeah right like doing the aesthetic work. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, and i felt like i was trying to follow her footsteps Mm -hmm. it was challenging sometimes because we had different approaches i remember when she was doing facials she would always like end all of her facials with this like quote of the day and she didn't know anything about her clients but she'd like (laughs) say something very like I don't know, like philosophy wise. I'm like, whoa, I am not, that's not my style. Like I rarely talk except for Sarah's facials and like, I don't know. I just want to make you feel good with my hands or my mom. So like following in her footsteps with her guests was hard because we just had different, I don't know, styles, but it worked out. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you for a quote of the day when I come in. I would be like, go have a glass of wine. (laughs) Go drink and ignore your kids. Yeah, you'll be great. I'll pull up my vocabulary word of the day. I get in my email every day for you. That'd be a good one. I did put daily affirmations out. Did you see that? I did see that. And I do like it. I'm like, I need to like remember to change my card though. I'm like, oh, I hope that wasn't. No. I'll also have to see if it's the same one over and over again. I know. Like, oh. I'm going to go into the spot after this and change it just to make sure. <laughs> so one of the things I really admire about you two and all women in business is how you both are parents. Uh, you're both wives. You not only run a business, but I'm assuming you run very successful homes. So, or maybe not as successful depending on the day. I mean, I'm all about fake it till you make it. No, I'm kidding. Well, your kids are healthy and happy and fed and, you know, that's all we can aspire to some days as parents. Sometimes that's really all you've got to give. Yeah. So what's that like? Balancing a thriving career and young children. Do you want to go first or you? I think that (laughs) we're easy to say, like, take time for yourself. You you know, you deserve this. Like, you know fill your cup up first and then like practicing what we preach because I I just started getting into like a regular workout routine in a while and it feels really good but 
Like I feel like I'm just now. I just feel like healthy boundaries is a definite must if you're like having any sort of career mom balance. It's Mm -hmm. hard to take time for yourself Mm -hmm. and I think you also have to find what fills your cup. Like some people it is working out, some people it's reading a book, some people it's getting spa treatments. It's like you have to find your happy place and make sure you do it because it's tough. I mean, there's always, I think when you own a business, there's always a to-do list. Like mm-hmm. you're never finished ever. So like you finish a day and you still have 20 more things to do. You just knowing like when to close the day mm-hmm. and like have a life is tough. And I think you're maybe still like learning a yeah, little bit of that. Absolutely. Um, I am too. I mean, and I think it ebbs and flows, I think, um, dependent on what going on and so it's a challenge I feel like I've not been perfect I, growing up I felt my mom kind of pull towards the spa and um I always said like that won't be me and it's definitely me <laughs> and so that kind of sucks but I I wish I could tell her now like oh my god I get it like I get where your pull was and I think it's hard for me because this like is my passion so yeah. this is what fills my cup and so then that's like a yeah really hard hard boundaries because it's Mm -hmm. like this is what I want to do and what I love to do but Mm -hmm. also like not letting it you know consume me Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's hard for our husbands too because like they're great right like they have to do a lot of dadding Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we're like doing this sometimes and so um shout out to Kel I mean yeah Kellen does a lot as a dad and I'm really grateful so having a good partner is ideal so Mm -hmm. that's nice yeah um, how old are you when your mom started Sanctuary? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I graduated high school in 2009. And so oh, okay. I always was like, I'm not going to do the spa thing. <laughs> like, you know, my mom's like, you should really try it. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do what you want me to do. <laughs> and so I went to Iowa, actually, and wasted a year's tuition, but had the best time. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah, right. it was a great time. Life experience, Slater, right? floor yeah. 11, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I... Oh my God, I think I did like child life specialist, which sounds like so sad now, but. So you wanted to be what, like a preschool teacher? No, a child life specialist, at least from what I understood, was like when kids were sick at the U, like you would go in and like help the families kind of like go through that journey, which I think only like. Oh my God, you would have been amazing at it. Oh, it would have been so rewarding, but so challenging too, especially Mm -hmm. now that my mom's passed from cancer. I think that would have been really hard after that, but, um, I think they only accept like 12 people a year. So it was a super hard program to get into and whatever. And so then I went to Kirkwood and did nursing and I worked at Cottage Grove and my favorite old lady Aww. passed away on me. And I'm like, I can't watch people die mm. all the time. That it's like, so yes, you yeah. know, mental health starts creeping in and I'm like, I can't do this. And so then Linston actually was on um, or she was pregnant with her son, Truett, and she got put on bed rest and she was working at the original sanctuary spot and I had to fill her front desk position um, and I was like, oh, I don't want to, but I will. And so I did it and I'm like, oh my God, I love it here. Like, this is not even a job. This is like <laughs> hanging out with girlfriends and yeah. my favorite people. And it's, um, like so amazing. Cause I think I was getting what I needed out of nursing, taking care of people, making people feel good. Like I was getting that out of the spa world. I just didn't have to see all the sad parts of nursing and the hard parts of nursing. Um, so yeah, I went back to Capri and that was that. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. So it seems like kind of like Caleb said, like service is a passion of yours. Yeah. 
being of service to other people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's a care profession. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I think of like teaching or like, um, counseling or th- being a therapist or being a nurse. Like mm-hmm. these are all like caring professions. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is actually really like funny because in our industry, especially at the spa, I feel like many therapists have like, we're all like on anxiety meds or we're all like, you know, like we all have mental health issues pretty much. And I, I don't know. I think it's cause we struggle with that. We want to help other people totally. not mm-hmm. fall into those pit mm-hmm. holes. And so, um, yeah, it's like really rewarding to make somebody feel good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cool. Except for you. You never get anxious about anything. I came from the emergency department. (laughs) (laughs) My (laughs) nursing, that was my nursing career before going back for nurse practitioner. So, you know, you had to operate cool, calm, and collected. I feel like the spa could, like, be on fire, and then, like, five people are barfing, and we'd be like, it's okay. Like, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Because I've been there. I've been where, like, you know, three people are crashing and two people are barfing. Oh, girl, I can't imagine. No. I think that's also why we work, though, because, like, I'm worrying about, like, the little tiny annoying things, and then, like, she worries about the big things, and we just can, like... Yeah, but then, like, backwards, like, you're so good at, like making people feel good and like that translates to like our staff too and like mm-hmm. I'm more of the like okay like what are we gonna I don't know the sciencey stuff and <laughs> yeah. like the boring stuff and the med director stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's good <laughs> well and the science is absolutely not boring when it comes to a med spa it's essential yeah um so can you talk about kind of what you look at if a client comes in and they're like I am maybe 30 because I'm 30 still. Right. right. <laughs> um, we're all 30. We're all 30. All forever. 30. Yep. <laughs> um, what, and maybe I want to take care of some wrinkles and maybe I feel like I'm looking for some fullness in my face. That's going to look much different at 30 than I would if I were maybe a 60 year old woman who wanted to add some fullness to my face um, and maybe wanted a more aggressive uh, treatment option. So what do you consider when patients come in, even if they ask for the same product? Like, how does your treatment vary depending on the individual? Well, it's not always just like their age, but their skin age, right? So there's things that age our skin beyond our genetic age. Um, So people, you know, that were out in the sun, the Mm -hmm. sun worshipers and, you know, sunscreen wasn't really even a thing back then so not even like their their fault like that was healthy to have a sun glow back well, whose mom time, said right? that they use baby oil with the the tin oh, foil yeah. tray yeah it's like what were you guys yeah. doing so well, we know that that's <laughs> damaging our dna and yeah. that's why our, our skin produces all that pigment to protect itself and then we get age spots sunspots yeah. skin cancers mm-hmm. i have to say too like when somebody comes in like i ask what they see because like it doesn't matter what i look at right like mm-hmm. i can see one thing but she's totally focused on her bags under her eyes and that's not even the first thing so like we always want to fix what your guys's issue is and so like I don't know we're big on asking like tell me when you look into the mirror what what's bothering you about your skin or like what do you feel with your skin like I love your oils Sarah and your skin but like you hate hate it it. right Mm -hmm. so we're gonna treat that because that's an issue for you and so and sometimes we have to educate why like someone notices you know the bags under their eyes and I'm like oh that's because you know we lose bone in our face as we age so you don't have that support to the structures and your face is kind of falling down and we lose collagen and 
So we go into like why this is happening, like, you know, why your concern is to be that way mm-hmm. and not just like, oh, here's what we're going to do about it. It's like, no, that's a normal part of aging. This is what, you know, this is why it happens and this is what we're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If someone came in and was like, I want bigger lips, but you saw that they had like deteriorating bone and they needed, um, like maybe some fullness in other places to balance out what they wanted to do. Do you recommend treatments or do you just kind of let them be the guide? Um, we definitely have to, you know, put up a framework. So it is, you know, we, we are practicing medicine. So you can't just like go into a family doctor and request an antibiotic and, right. you know, you don't really know why you would even choose that certain antibiotic. So that's kind of the same in aesthetics as, if you want filler in a certain area, but the rest of your face doesn't support it, um, not only like harmony wise, but sometimes adding volume um, to a certain area can actually make the other areas look worse if you don't have that support, you know, for that volume there. Um, so yeah, we do, we definitely have to educate sometimes and say like, yeah, I would love to like add some volume in your lips, but first I think you need to add a little volume to your chin or some support to your cheeks so that you can add that volume first. Can I ask Courtney a question? What's your favorite or most universal thing to do to like just anyone? Oh, universal skincare. That's easy. Well, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's making the skin healthy. Yeah. That doesn't go out of style. That always looks good. Yeah, but do you feel like it's like Botox or do you feel like it's um, lips, cheeks, Sculptra, Okay, laser. so yeah, that's a good question. There's a, there's a laser for everybody, right? Yeah. So whether you're just going to want to stop, you know, you want to slow down aging, but you don't really want to get aggressive. You just want to do some things to, you know, to keep your skin to healthy zhuzh. to look good. Yeah. There's a laser for everybody. So, yeah, I would say that's Lasers, pretty universal. Yeah. Um, you know, sculpture is going to be a little closer to 30 and over, though, or approaching 30. Sculpture is just hard because it's like a process, right? So, like, yeah. So I mean, this, it's like awesome, but your client has to trust the, the end goal. So, sculpture is a medicine that we um, inject into the skin and it stimulates your fibroblasts, which are your collagen producing cells in your dermis, to start making collagen again. That's kind of the mm. simplified way that that medicine works. We actually lose 1% of our collagen um, every year after the age 20. So, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> Sad. So, by 30, we have lost 10% <laughs> of it. And then a lot of 30, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of my friends that are in their thirties and, you know, they have kids. So then they were like at a larger weight and then they lost that weight. So that stretching of the skin combined with even only like 10% of their collagen loss, they're starting to actually feel a little bit. I feel like people that tight. even like work out a lot, like the up and down of the cheeks, like if they're runners or whatever, like in my practice, I noticed they need sculpture because they've lost that volume from like the constant workout too. I would actually I say, no, that's you don't think so? Yeah so, yeah, so when you actually, like, put stress on the skin through working out, mm-hmm. like, you notice, like, people that work out their body out, their skin actually looks better on their body because that muscle pulls on the skin, and the mm-hmm. skin produces collagen to um, protect itself from kind of that repetitive motion. But you're probably noticing a lot of fat loss in those people probably. that run a lot. And when yeah. we have fat loss, um, we, you know, there's less volume in the face. We should talk about um, Ozempic. That's a big thing right now. Let's talk about it because that is something that you guys offer in the med yeah. spa. Yeah. Um, so ours is in the form of semaglutide. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, but they are saying there's this big controversy right now with like Ozempic face, which I don't know that that's like, obviously if you're losing weight, your yeah. face is going to like change. So. You lose fat everywhere. Yeah. So, so fat is Ozempic face like what? Like you're skin? looking sallow so. and like under the eye it can get a little bit of a darker color. Um, okay. it's just like anytime you lose weight. Right. And you're not, honestly, you're probably not eating as much. And so you're um, nutrients, you have to really make sure you're like taking a multivitamin and like, you just have to watch what you're doing. Yeah, getting your protein mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Any sort of weight loss that you do. Do you want to talk about um, semaglutide and like what that would entail? I mean, so there's a full, um, you know, 30 minute consultation with me to start that process. Um, so I'm not going to waste everyone's time and do that <laughs> consult right now, but, um, <clears throat> it is a medication. So you, I do, you know, go through and make sure that you're a good candidate for it. That starts with checking your BMI. If, you know, you are already like on the lower end of healthy or you're underweight as far as BMI goes, that kind of eliminates, you know, we don't want to make anyone unhealthy. No. Um, and so then we go into a, more of a conversation like, okay, you're at a healthy weight. You're beautiful. What do you feel like we need to do to make you know you feel a little bit more confident in your skin? So that mm-hmm. consult changes at that point. Um, but beyond that, then I you know we talk about how it works, you know how we dose it, what it feels like to be on it, um, side effects, reasons people couldn't be on this medication. Um, what the process looks like. So it's a weekly injection. We recommend people to come in weekly for a good month just so that they understand how, you know, how we dose it. They feel really good on it. They're successful on it. Um, they got a good diet and a good strategy for being on it going on. And then they can, you know, purchase a vial, like a, which is a month supply and do it at home. Mm. And how long you're on it kind of depends on your weight loss goal. So I have some people that are like, I just need a I just need help getting started in this journey. Um, and they're on it a month and then they start to do, you know, every two weeks instead of a weekly injection. And then they go out to monthly injections for a while. And then I have clients that have been on it a year that, um, you know, they had a significant weight loss that they wanted to achieve. And a lot of those yearly clients are kind of starting to get to some maintenance doses now. So they're starting to um, not increase or when they're starting to space their dose out and, um, see what it looks like to manage their weight on their own. I've seen a lot about Ozempic in the news lately because I feel like it's just been everywhere mm-hmm. the past year, but now that a lot of insurance companies are not covering the drug, um, I've seen a lot of people that are like, well, I gained the weight back and some, and I'm like, well, yeah, bitch. Cause you're not <laughs> doing shit. You're taking a supplement and not exercising and not eating well. And that's what happens when you stop doing things that help you lose weight. Like yeah. you gain the weight back. I very yeah. much during the consultation talk about how this is a tool to help you get these healthy things started. Um, and then that's why we I recommend weaning off as well. So that way you can make sure those healthy tools are solid and, you're main, you know, you're maintaining your weight while you're coming off of it too. So I personally was on it for a year. Um, I, my daughter is, she just turned three today. Her birthday's today, Aww. but Happy I just birthday. had like some baby weight that I was holding on to. And, um, I have been off of it now since November ish. I've weaned off and I feel like I've only fluctuated like less than five pounds. So, Um, I feel like you just, it's all about 
creating those good habits while you're on it so that when you're off of it, it's like not a shock to your system. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for me, um, like not eating past seven, I feel like we'd put the kids to bed and then my husband and I would lay in bed and we'd be like, Ooh, I'm hungry. Like, mm-hmm. let's have a treat. <laughs> and then yeah. like it would spiral. Right. Um, or just like focusing more on protein. I feel like that was huge for females, especially like we don't focus on what like protein counts we get you know yeah um drinking water before meals fills you up quicker so it's just like learning what works for your body and what works for me isn't gonna work for you it's not gonna work for you it's not gonna work for you so like just figuring those little keys to success out is Mm -hmm. crucial for sure so that makes sense yeah yeah something i'm learning entire train yeah yeah Yes, I have not been eating near enough protein. But I know it's hard. It what do they really say? Hard. Like one gram of protein per pound that you weigh. I'm right? supposed to eat about I want to say 170 grams of protein oh a gosh. day. How do you oh do it? I can't. Um, I'm still trying it? to figure out how to do it. But I mean, like supplements, okay. um, which I need to find one that I like. I'm also super picky. Yeah. So I'm like, well, shoot, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But do they give you at Tire Trained like ideas? Yeah, but I'm picky. Okay. And so I don't want to do those things. What don't you like that they want you to do? Like supplements. Okay. Shakes. I don't like shakes. Um, Shakes can have a lot of hidden carbs too, Uh like mixing it with milk or, Mm -hmm. you know, hidden sugars. Well, I'm supposed to eat about 170 grams of protein and about 150 grams of carbs. Okay. So I feel like, kind of like you said, like looking at you as a whole and eating to fuel your body Mm -hmm. instead of like eating mindlessly or just like to help curb your hunger it's way different Mm -hmm. um and when you're mindful of like okay how am i supposed to hit this goal Mm -hmm. it really changes like the way you eat Mm -hmm. i guess which also changes my energy levels positively when i'm eating things to fuel my body instead of just eating Mm -hmm. for the sake of eating but yeah it's intuitive eating eating when you're hungry yeah. Which has not been great over the snowstorm. No. Honestly, <laughs> I've been so snacky. Me too. All the cookies, the wine. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no. Some Prosecco. Oh, no. I know. It's I, fine. 80-20. I agree. Right? You got to treat yourself a little bit. You got to bake goodies to warm yeah. the house up. I know. I totally agree. <laughs> Yikes. So, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Um, I have a question. Um, just about like working in like the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. right? And I feel like sometimes what I see is a little bit of, um, you know, that the beauty industry has these standards, Mm -hmm. right? Of how, like, especially women are supposed to look. How do you guys balance working in the industry with also like acknowledging that there's, you know, sometimes these unrealistic standards of how we're supposed to look and how we're supposed to, um, you know, yeah, look, you know, it's like, it, it's like, it's a superficial kind of, yeah. you know, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard, especially in our industry. Like now you can fix almost any problem sure. with anything. Like mm-hmm. if you have the means and the money and the sources to get it, like you can pretty much get it. And so I feel like it all boils back to like mental health too. Like okay. you have to know when enough is enough. And like, mm-hmm. I'm happy with myself. I love who I am. I, you know, and I don't know. You have to remember why you're in this industry. It's hard to, and it's hard for clients too. Like if we think like, okay, we've done enough for now. Like let's take a pause for a minute. I don't know. You probably have more of that than I do. Like I can always give a facial. So yeah. <laughs> and I think like the ratio to people, like people come in like, oh, like 
facial balancing like measurements and and you see a lot of that on social media mm-hmm. um but you also like that like i mean that's kind of helpful but also individual like cultures and uniqueness and like that should be celebrated and and highlighted and so i mean there is a thing of balancing and harmonizing features but also embracing like your own like background and mm-hmm. and yeah. beauty yeah um I just feel like we never want to change somebody's appearance. We want to enhance their features, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, we want to make what we're working with work better. And then, some, and then sometimes there's only so far that we can take you with injectables. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you really do need to go see, like, a plastic surgeon and have something more advanced done. And we've had, like, some consultations, too, where we're just like, I don't know that our tools are enough. And, yeah, you need to maybe just go consult with somebody Which else. Which is totally fine yeah. you yeah. know like yeah. they're a specialty for a reason and they do great yeah. work and we have some recommendations we all want to stay in our lane i feel like and yeah it's important yeah. to know when it's not your and plastic forte. surgery can get a bad rap with today's like mm-hmm. like we were yeah. just mm-hmm. talking about beauty standards mm-hmm. but you know like your your face is going to change as you age and whether you it changes because of age or it changes because you want to reverse a little bit of aging. Your face is not going to look the same 10 years from now. So if you want to do something about it with surgery, that's, you know, should be okay too. As long as you don't take it too far. Yeah. I've had plastic surgery and I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have to. That's one thing I love about you. And (laughs) I'm sure you know about me. I will pay to play. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to do whatever I have to to get the look that I want. Yeah. But also there is, I mean, there is such pressure as women because even when I go into the med spa, you guys are all so beautiful. And I told Courtney, I'm like, you're so tall. I'm like, and then I look at Courtney and I'm like, I want to be tall and have flawless skin. Babe, you and I are never going to find clothes. I know. And I'll never be tall. But I'm also looking at someone who has a completely different body structure than I do. We don't look anything alike. We have different faces. We have different hair. We're totally different we, well, we don't have right I, you know you could say the same for you know someone with not as much curves and is a little taller and slender that mm-hmm. it's hard i think again one. it just boils back to like being happy with yourself it's yeah. tough to do sometimes i feel bad for i have two daughters and it scares me with the way that social media is going i feel like there's this like pressure to be perfect and like mm-hmm. i love the bloggers that are like reality and they show like them as a mess like that makes me feel like okay this is normal this is okay mm-hmm. like hey you're human yes like you're not perfect <laughs> like you're all the time have flaws yes and flaws. you're going to see that from us where our you know, our hair is in a pony oh and God, yeah. we have like, well, at least we have sunscreen makeup on. A if you guys could sunscreen. see me right now, like my face is peeling off. Stop. It is, but I'm, I'm celebrating it. It's okay. <laughs> so we don't, <laughs> I we don't get you. No. We no. tell clients like, oh, what do, well, what do you do? You know, I lay it all out there. Like, oh, I have done all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gotta plastic surgery, that. there is a definite time and a place. I feel mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I don't know. I love it. I love that we can fix all these things, but I don't love the pressure it's creating for Mm -hmm. people. Such a fine line. Yeah. As moms with young girls who will be young women who might want to do things like we do, what's the messaging going to be like from you two? Hmm, that's tough. 
I, what did I send you guys in our group chat the other day about? Oh, oh. you said something like, be careful what you say in front of your littles now because they're hearing you. Be careful you. what you say in front of the mirror because your littles look like, often look like you. Or you were raising little girls that look like us. So be careful what you say into the mirror yeah. because they can hear that. And yeah. Yeah. I was like a pretty overweight child. Like I weighed 155. I don't weigh that now even. And so um, I'm very cautious on how to talk about food in front of my littles too um I feel like I never want to be like stop eating you're eating too much like I'm like ooh, let's wait 30 minutes and if you're still hungry we'll talk about it or Mm. like have some water or whatever I feel like I am delicately dancing the line of knowing how to treat that situation how do you treat it act like I don't get shit done no (laughs) I don't know I I don't say anything about injections. Mm-hmm. Um, I think talking I'll, about skin health though too. Yeah, and Zayla's obsessed with skincare, so yeah. I think that's like the plus is that there is an emphasis on the self care avenue, and Zayla has like a thirty step skincare routine, that's cute. Mm-hmm. which is way more extreme than mine. So I feel like she'll learn to care for her skin in a healthy way, mm-hmm. and maybe one day she'll be like, "Oh, mom didn't get wrinkles because she got Botox." I don't know about the plastic surgery stuff. Um, yeah. I want to be honest, mm-hmm. but I also want to raise confident kids. Yeah. Who you could also talk about in the terms of like, I love the way I look now and I want to stay how I look. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't have to talk about like necessarily changing things, but preserving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just hard because, you know, they're going to age too. And I, in my mind, I would say, you're perfect at any age without doing anything extra, even though, yes, I'm perfect at any age without doing anything, but I still want to do things. Yeah. I don't know. My mom was always like super open about it. Like even when I was getting at my period someday, she had this like box that had tampons and pads and like all this stuff. And she'd put it in my closet and it's just stored away. And she's like, this is me opening this conversation. If Mm -hmm. you want to have it, it's there. And then, like, I'm the only female for a while that didn't have my boobs done. And so, like, that in my family. And so that was, like, just we all knew. And then when I was 23, when Kellen and I were getting married, um, my mom's like, okay, it's time to get Botox. Like, let's go do it together. And she, like, was the one that brought me. So I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I have a skewed way because (laughs) she was so open about it all. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right thing is. I don't think there is a right way. I think it's just a right for your family, right? I agree. I came from the opposite, actually. Yeah. Like, no one really... Talked about it? ...does that kind of thing in my family. Um, My mom will sometimes, like, get some skin treatments and skin health, and maybe once or twice a a year we'll do Botox for, like, events. Like, my brother's wedding, I think, was the last time, but... um, I got hair on my legs and my mom's like, we're shaving it off. Like, we're not keeping it. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there is no wrong way. Because look, we're both normal. But I still get it from like my mom. Like, oh, did you do your lips again? They already looked good. Why'd you do that? And so, you know, I already kind of have that. Not with my kids, but like with. Yeah. As a child still. As a child. parent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's tough. But just do what makes you happy as an individual. Yeah, I think they know that I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Doesn't not change my opinion on what I do. No. Which is good. Yeah, you're, if you're it makes you independent happy, woman. Fuck it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I do want to talk before we end about um, all the wild shit you guys must hear when you have patients in your rooms. Because I know 
that's probably why Bailey and I have a friendship is because I would be like, oh, and just start (laughs) blabbing about any and everything. Mm. So what's like the weirdest thing you've ever heard from someone? And if it's something I've told you, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's tough because I don't kiss and tell. I know, and this is why people tell me things, though. Confidentiality is so important. That's that trust factor. I know, it's very true. So I'm a locked box, but I will say it is fun when, so I wax, I do Brazilians, and I learn a lot And laser hair removal. And laser hair removal in very private areas, and I feel like when people um, are having those services, they're very (laughs) vulnerable, and so I do hear quite a bit, and it's always fun when I meet the husband, because, like, we'll be at a bar or whatever, I'm just running to my client, and the wife will look at me like, shut the heck up, like, you didn't hear anything, and just, like, stories, she's, like, vented to me about him, or whatever, it's just fun. I have fallen victim to this trap. Yeah, I mean, and it's fine, like, I, I feel like I equally, though, tell my clients, like, situations that I'm in, and I'm, just as open of a book again it's a relationship it's not one-sided and Mm -hmm. I can tell when people are uncomfortable and sometimes I'll just like share something super vulnerable about myself because I don't want you guys to feel like you're in alone in that you know so Mm -hmm. um but no I'm not telling you my secrets well, that's good because now I, I tell know Bailey that things I haven't told mine. anybody. Yeah, and I want people to feel like they can do that. Like mm-hmm. we all need our safe space, right? And if I'm that for you, I feel like half of being in the spa world is you're half therapist. Like mm-hmm. people need to get out of the house. We're cheaper than therapy. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah, but no, I'm not telling a thing. Well. You passed the test. I know some fun stuff, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not telling a thing. There's a couple topics I really like to cover when I see you. I feel like yeah. there's some some ones we revisit. Yeah. I know you were one of the first people I told when I had a threesome because I was super excited. I was like, <laughs> guess what I did over the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's I love hearing now the juicy stuff. I have FOMO stuff. when you're in my chair. I know. Well, we're only together for you a know, couple minutes. Visit, yeah. I feel like you get quiet people because people are more nervous to see you. Yeah, and I think maybe that is helpful that I am kind of calming and quiet because yeah. then they have that space to do so too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. I'll have to think of some good shit to say next time I come in to see you. <laughs> now you're going to get all the tea. People are like a little quieter because <laughs> I'm usually doing something to their face and they feel like they can't Can't talk. move because then true. you're going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. Well, and like when you're lying down, your eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. Well, my eyes are closed most of the time when I'm getting a facial. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know where you are, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm not looking at you. But mm-hmm. I am looking right at Courtney's face when she's in there. And, yeah, then it, it's not as easy to be like, want to hear about my threesome, Courtney? But next time I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk, too, just about finding an esthetician and a spa that you trust. Yeah. Because um, I know that we've talked about there are some – lasers in particular that you were like I would never let you do that I would never recommend you to do that Mm -hmm. so how and you also mentioned that some states require um, specific medical licensure behind a med spa and some don't Mm -hmm. so how do you know that you're finding a spa that um, has the correct licensure and an esthetician who is not going to provide or recommend a service that will be detrimental to you ask questions like ask where they trained what extra classes they've taken what like ongoing training yeah. like our staff has you know we've all been 
out of state multiple times this year at different conferences and trainings, yeah. every one of us. I feel like we've flown in trainers from New York. Where else have you guys had trainers? Um, there was one from, like, Kansas. I don't know. You guys have had trainers from all over. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember where they're all from, but... Yeah. And ask to see things. pictures. I feel like that's huge because you want to know their portfolio. Um, Courtney's actually having somebody fly in from where to get a laser from you oh, simply yeah. off of Instagram. It's so cool, but... Yeah. I mean, you, sh- you share your work and people really, you know, can trust those results after they see re- repetitive results that they want to get yeah ask questions about the laser you're getting like why is this laser good for me why what will it do what are we targeting you know know the treatment plan because it's safe for my skin type yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because skin types are huge yeah not all lasers are appropriate for every skin type Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah it's all about the questions and knowing what you're getting i feel like people are very trusting Mm -hmm. um but not just going to the cheapest man on the block is huge. Like mm-hmm. you're literally with neurotoxins paralyzing your face. Like we shouldn't just be going to the cheapest place for paralyzation of the face. Like yeah, mm-hmm. how many trainings have they had? Yeah, how long I have mean, they been doing it? I worked in facial plastics, and after that, I still went and mm-hmm. there's always new still techniques. Could, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still learning things because you know there's always people like studying mm-hmm. you know medicine's ongoing as far as research mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that you guys even took a class on like um different angles of the needle to be injected and how it was more comfortable and I remember when you did my crow's feet from like the opposite side of my body I'm like what are you doing and it was like so much more comfortable so I don't know just ask questions on how things are done I don't know what if a med spa doesn't have like a a medical professional that they're advertising like in Iowa do you need what do you need to operate a med spa you have to have a medical director to obtain these medications um you know sometimes there's a medical director like at ritual I'm the medical director and I'm there every day if I'm not there I'm you know in town close by available by phone I have a backup if I'm you know out of state I have someone you know in town available for emergencies questions things like that we're lucky because we have you and ryan ryan also like we have two and we have ryan who's an md and then courtney's a nurse practitioner so i feel like we're always covered and it's kind of actually in iowa pretty like not normal to have your med director in-house all the time so there might they a spa can hire a medical director that has never taken a botox class knows nothing about the medication um, but they just have that you know np or md title so they're able to be their medical director, but they they truly know nothing about the service, the medication, you know, reasons, contraindications to getting it or like how to fix an emergency or treat an emergency. So that's kind of a red flag is sometimes having an uninvolved medical director. I want to say, though, like in Iowa, you can be a med director. You just have to be within, is it 30 miles of the spa or something? And they have to review chart. I don't know the guidelines. Yeah, but. there are certain guidelines to being a medical director, yeah. but it, taking a class, unfortunately, is not one of them. Like I wish it would yeah. be. Yeah, so it's kind of scary. Yeah, and every state is so odd. I know, like for an esthetician, I think like when I graduated, you had to have like sixteen hundred hours, let's say. And I remember at the time, my husband was playing baseball, and the estheticians in Florida like only needed five hundred hours, and I was like, what? Like that's, that's a big difference. Huge, yeah. And so, like, 
every state is so crazy. And I know like Illinois, like if I would move to Chicago, like I would have to go get like 600 hours more to even work, even though I've been an esthetician for over 10 years. So every state is so different. Yeah. And same with like energy-based devices, which is things like radio frequency, lasers, those machines. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to play a little game. <laughs> And because I have to make you guys uncomfortable just a little bit. Oh, gosh. I know. Get ready. Bailey was like, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't. You won't, but we. What is this book we're whipping out? It's it's the game of secrets. It's a word association game. Okay. So I'm going to say a word. Um, They are a little buzzy. Okay. So they're hot topics. All right. And I want you guys, you guys can each answer. answer. Like at the same time? Like we just blurted it out? No, at different times. Okay. Um, just with the first word that comes to mind. Okay. Don't think too hard about it. It'll be great. Oh boy. <laughs> what topics are these? Skincare? No, they're not. Okay, skincare. okay, okay. There there are little like activism y social based. political. Yeah, I there you go. Know. Social political <laughs> questions. Okay. I know. Ready? <laughs> Sweat now. Okay. No. Abortion. Ooh. Okay. I hold on, wait. Okay, I feel like in the right circumstance, it's appropriate. That's what I'll say. He said, "Say the word that comes to mind." So I think like women's like rights. Yeah. Feminism. Yeah, you know this. It's actually weird when you say that. I think about myself and how like being a boss, you actually kind of get into like a masculine energy yeah i think of like girl power is where i was going with that and how like it actually takes the right environment to like actually like get back into being a feminine person that i am like Mm -hmm. nurturing motherly that kind of thing when day to day i like kind of go into like boss mode masculine ish yeah that's kind of where i went to you're like the definition of a feminist you do it all i feel like females now don't need men because there's <laughs> we can be powerhouse. We don't need them. We, we want don't. Them. We choose to have them. Men are a choice. Men are a choice. Don't forget it. I tell my husband that every day. You are a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Monogamy. Ooh, I, it's not for everyone. I don't think it doesn't have to be. I don't care if you're not. I'm Kellen, you better be. But <laughs> <laughs> no, like I don't. I don't know. It doesn't work for everybody, but works for me. Yeah, I think the older I get, the more I hear about different, like, adult relationships. And, like, you see your friends that, you know, we come from Iowa that, you know, we got married so young. Mm -hmm. And, like, how things are evolving as they, like, mature and become older and see these other, you know, options become available. It's, like, really interesting to be in the age that I am now and learning, I don't know, more about people's choices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dating. I would be scared to date again, I think, now. Just because people are creepy. They are. And I hear about stories that I will never share, but I, <laughs> I don't know. Scared. I think it could be fun in the right city. <clears throat> but not Cedar ever. Rapids might not be it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, weird times for that. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Oh. I just, yeah, I, I just feel Thank like, you. yeah, 100%. I feel like, 
Sarah, you have opened my eyes to so much, and I thank you for that. I feel like you're stuck with me for hours at a time. No, I feel like I was probably one of those people that just didn't really think too much about it, and I needed to. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I might be that person. So I feel like growing up in Iowa, as you know, yeah, (laughs) that can be your guys' next injection. But no, I just feel like growing up in this area as you know, is like probably very deer in the headlights and we need more people that help us understand. You feel so Iowa nice and you're like, yeah, you know. Of course we're not racist, even though we do like really racist or bigoted shit. I think it's naive. I don't think it's like racism. I think it's like we're just dumb to that whole subject, you know? Mm -hmm. But then some people aren't open to getting enlightened about it, right? Yeah. 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 Well, keep listening to our podcast episodes yeah, because so you guys will learn a lot. I will say, in preparation for today, I listened to quite a few. You guys, you have a perfect radio voice. Both of you. You should. Oh, yes, it's like <laughs> it's like perfect for this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Everyone likes Caleb's it. laugh. I do love I your agree. laugh. It's iconic. No, thank you. It's, it's iconic. <laughs> have, we, have we worked on this? Or is it just like no, how it came out? Just the who he is. No, okay. I actually, like, I remember like my parents, my mom and dad being like, Caleb, we love your laugh. Like even as a kid. Oh, like, I wish I could hear your baby laugh. I know. Oh. It was probably like. So and you said you work in the service industry. I, I can imagine how that just comes in handy. Just like give the laugh when you're a little right. uncertain. I'm like. Right. Like uncomfortable. Say. Oh. <laughs> and then walk away. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay, queer. Oh, all I think. Okay, so my old manager John is um, a drag queen, and he's amazing. And I, I love. Lo- he was like my husband for life at work, at home. Husband. Husband. <laughs> I just love him and queer people so much. I don't know. He's like so fun, mm. and it was a love that I hadn't gotten out of any other relationship it was so cool because it's like your husband can only give you so much of a man relationship and then it was like john gave me everything that kellen couldn't and i probably feel like kellen was like god damn it yeah (laughs) but i miss him he moved to des moines he's like being scarlet diamond now oh i know but i'm so proud of him i feel like it was probably really hard for him to like just set his career aside and do his own thing and follow his heart and but that's my answer hi john hi john (laughs) i'll say hi to you i think i never hear that word that's what i that's you said that and that's the first thing i heard of like i don't remember the last time i heard somebody say that word yeah like it's not like a term Mm. that i don't know i feel like it sounds like do you like that word? I feel like people it's, use like gay or lesbian. Yeah, right? I don't know if I like yeah. that word. I, it's kind of yucky to me. I accept and love the word queer. Okay. But there are... It used to be there negative. Are, yeah, there are people in the LGBTQ that find it offensive. community who... Especially older people. Mm-hmm. That, that was like a slur. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like... Ick. Now is Ick. it starting yeah. to become cute again? Maybe? Yeah, oh, definitely. And I think that um, the community's definitely kind of reclaimed it. So there are some people who are staunch like, no, that's... a that's a slur against us. And yeah. I think the younger, um, millennial and younger are like, no, this, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. We're reclaiming it. And <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Love it. For sure. Maybe tone. Who mm, says it? Yeah, mm, for definitely. sure. Definitely. Marriage. Difficult from time to time. Yeah. Worth it. If you work for it and ups and downs, hills and valleys, hmm. I'll take your word. <laughs> Cause Caleb and I don't know. <laughs> yeah parenting 
Oh, tough. Really? I think it's been like you know, the easiest, most natural thing I've ever done Aww. in adulthood. It's like, yeah. That's precious. And I got a master's degree. <laughs> 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 that was harder than, I, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, parenting is, I don't know. It's just, for me, it's instinctual. I was like that with my first, and then I had Emmy. <laughs> Emmy is a tornado that I love. Emmy's woof. Yeah. yeah, your second kid syndrome. Yeah, Benjamin. I was like, I'm such a good mom. Yeah, and then Azalea came, and I was like, No, like I'm, I am nailing this. Yeah, and like oof. The and child. then you came. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're probably the fun ones though, like later in life. Like we'll have good cocktail time with I'm them. Waiting. Yeah. Although with everything, I, I take a very scientific approach. You know, like I had actually had a neuroscience degree before my nurse practitioner. So I'm like, oh, oh well, developmental psychology says this. And then I get annoying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I annoy myself. <laughs> Polyamory. Is it bad? I don't know what that means. More than one More partner. Than one love? Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for me it would be challenging, but I feel like for the right person it works. I have never explored the idea. Hmm. I feel like I'm actually very loyal, though. I think I, I would have a hard time. Same. Like, I think I'd choose a favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that would be just a natural part of poly life. I don't know, but mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, nepotism. Definition, please. Which, it's like benefits based on your family. Uh, I don't like it because I feel like like social benefits because you are who you are so let's say like you go to work late and i don't like it let's say Winston comes to work work late but Mm -mm. she's family Mm -mm. and so she doesn't get in trouble but courtney comes to work late and we hate courtney now and Mm -mm. she's not family courtney always comes to work late (laughs) courtney is always late (laughs) it's actually a topic we're working on oh yeah um new year's resolution yeah um no i just think the rules are the rules unfortunately yeah, nepotism's huge right now. Like celebs and mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. Nepo babies. Yeah. It's kind of sad when people just have a free ride. Yeah. Earn Agreed. it. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, selfishly, there are times I am a fan of nepotism. <laughs> well, just I mean. every now and then, not <laughs> yeah. as a rule, just sometimes. Well, yeah. Uh, Democrats. Again, I'm so split. Yeah, I, I same. I see the, the issues of. And benefits of both parties. Yes, yeah, like I feel like, yeah, you should have your own choice on things. Barbie. Oh my God, I don't. I didn't love the movie. That's the first I thing. I didn't watch the movie. I don't watch. I don't watch TV. And I feel bad. Who is the actress? Margot Robbie. Uh huh. But not. I know. No. Did you like the movie? Yeah. Okay. I felt. Here's the deal. I felt it should have been like legally blonde-ish, like. With, like, multiple movies. Yeah, but they already did Legally Blonde. I know, but, like, it should have been a series of movies because I feel like we touched on so many issues that it would have been nice to, like, touch on, like, maybe two issues for one movie and then touched on, like, two more. It was, like, too many issues happening, perhaps. Okay. I'm going to get berated. (laughs) Yes, you're going to get destroyed in our comment section. What was your favorite part? You know, I cried during, like, America Ferreira's little yeah, thing. Yeah, that was good. But I think my favorite part, it was just, like, all the little small parts. Like, how Ken's just sucked. And as someone who, like, <laughs> yeah. watches the series, the Barbie series yeah. with Azela, like, I've always been fascinated with how little Ken mattered yeah. in her life. <laughs> yes. Like, he was just stupid. Yeah. And to the point where I'm like, Benjamin, you can't watch this with your sister because... 
I don't want you to think that like you suck or as less a man. Than. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it for little okay. girls. Okay. Did you like the Netflix Barbie series or the movie better? I don't know. There's so many. I mean, there's like hundreds of Barbie episodes on I Netflix. I love the Barbie episodes. They're and it's funny. like they're cute. Are they're they kid? Cute. Are they real? Life? But I don't have a son. I mean, I try and just be like really I want my kids to feel super empowered. So I want Azalea to feel like she's the only yeah. woman on the planet, yeah. you know, and she matters so much. But I also want Benjamin to feel like he can he's do his thing the too. only man on the planet. Well, no, I don't because I don't like men <laughs> to feel like that. But I want him to feel empowered too. Yeah. So I don't want In a him... respectful way. Yeah. yeah. And Ken is just fucking dumb. He, oh my gosh. Ryan Gosling was the perfect role. He was hot. Like, but the <sighs> fur coat, the whole <laughs> just funny there were parts of the movie i loved yeah but i wished it was like more that's all i wanted okay. it was like more in-depth reason i don't okay. know yeah. courtney you need to watch the movie yeah how have you not seen it yet the last movie i watched was the new top gun movie and before Ooh, that that's was a good probably one. just as long so it's been you need to year. also watch mm. the new little mermaid i liked little mermaid more than i liked Barbie. i still haven't seen that <gasps> sarah it's wow. so cute have you seen it it's so yeah. cute it's so cute it's on, it's on Disney Plus. Go okay, watch it. Okay, mm-hmm. good. I will watch it there. I'm more likely to join a book club than watch a movie. Oh, I have a, we have a book club you can join. I should. <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> we'll work on you. Psychedelics. Like drugs? Yeah. Medicinal. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. I like a gummy to sleep. That's not a psychedelic. <laughs> <laughs> like... Mushrooms, Molly. I LSD. feel like I would yeah, try LSD. in the right scenario. I think you and I have talked about this. Like I'm Probably. a control freak, and mm-hmm. so I feel like I never have because it, like, I don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, kind of thing. But I would with the right person in place. Mm-hmm. I think of all the research coming out for him. Me too. That's why I'm super into him. Well, what do we think about ketamine for anxiety and like depression? There's mixed mixed results as far as um but i have clients at the pain clinic that i work at that have been doing it for chronic pain and have seen really great results so i'd say if you have the means and you you know have exhausted a lot of other is it legal in every state no no it's legal here i think yes there's clinics yeah with the clinic why is medical marijuana not a thing ketamine is just saying because we live in iowa i know it's weird though Ketamine seems more aggressive than a casual high. Well, they're both <laughs> with prescription based, right? So you can. You can with. Oh. I prescribe medical marijuana. You do? I do. You do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Through the med spa? No. no. Oh. <laughs> We're about to get a whole new group of followers. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, we have a lot to talk about next time I see you guys. <laughs> religion. Oh, depends what religion. I believe, but don't I go every Sunday. Just really like the concept of believing in something. I think that just helps you feel maybe a little morally grounded and like, you know, helps you with a purpose in life, whether you, you know, whatever that spiritual thing is, is I think important for like moral reasons. Yeah. Patriarchy. Or you can go annoying (laughs) 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 ditto amen therapy needed in whatever form works for you Mm -hmm. yeah whether it's coming to Bailey or going to an actual therapist yeah yeah Amanda (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. You need to meet your therapist. She's great. Oh, I just yeah. need one. You know, I never got therapy after my mom passed, mm. and I feel like I... Is it too late? No. It's never too late. No, no. And maybe you're in a better space. I feel like I just don't do know it. if I want to like open that can of worms again. Well, I think it's already open whether you're verbalizing it or not. That's probably true. I think you'd be surprised to like find out what you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I have found therapy in other ways where I probably just needed real stuff. <laughs> I think you're right. Whatever works for you works yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, men. Mm. Sometimes it like amazes me how different our brains really are mm-hmm. wired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Venus and Mars. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I feel like they're such simple creatures sometimes, but so complex in others. <laughs> but like, like, I love like hearing like the honest like difference in opinion. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like my husband is like give him sex and food and quality time and he's good, but like I'm like I need you to take me on a date and fluff, you know, like it's weird to me how different we are, but I suppose that's why it works too. That's true. Yeah. Um plastic surgery. Yes. 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 Love it. In, in healthy in reason. I was going to okay. say in yeah. healthy mental s- state of choosing. It makes me sad when I watch botched and I'm like, "Oh, who let you do that? I know, like, but it's so addicting. I know. Not plastic surgery. Well, yes, but botched. I know. Fucking love it's that so show. It's so sad, though, because it's like some of those things you can't reverse. Should I, I watch it? Yes. You've never seen botched ever? I told you I don't watch TV. Okay, what was... <laughs> <laughs> you watched Skin De- Decision with, with me. With you. Okay, whoever hasn't seen Skin Decision is like missing out. Seen yeah. It. It's on Netflix and it's about it's this nurse and a plastic surgeon. They're both females and they work together and they do consults together. So I think like the first episode is this woman that was shot like nine times in her stomach by her ex-husband. And they together, yeah, we're gonna like figure out how to best fix her. Mm. So Bailey and I do that a lot. Yeah. Like we'll have someone come in and I'll be like, ooh, I really think you need to talk to Bailey about your skin. Like, Mm -hmm. here's what I'm going to do for you. And then, yeah, I like doing consults like with a nurse because it's like we have different approaches and it's kind of like that show. Like you need to watch it. It's really good. I will watch it. And it's kind of just, it's not like people just wanting to make themselves look better. It's like always, I think for the most part, like people that have been through something that need assistance to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. I do Mm -hmm. love that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Fitness. Yes. I feel like I went through a sad time of fitness and I'm just reapproaching. Absolutely. I mean, longevity of your well-being, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just keeping your muscles strong. Keeps Mm -hmm. your bones strong. Yeah. And will you, oh, share with us your favorite treatment that you guys are giving right now? I love everything I do. I don't know. I love peels, as you know, just Mm -hmm. right now, especially because skin is so dry and it's a great time to do it because we're not in the sun and my my favorite thing to do is all the different lasers. Yeah, you're a wizard with that thing. I love, like, there's actually a lot of physics behind it. And I love being able to, like, actually use that knowledge that I, you know, once learned in college and apply it. And, like, it's more challenging to me than, like, some of the other treatments. And I like that, like, little mental challenge it gives my brain. Yeah. Hmm. And do you guys have a sex playlist? No. Do I need one? 
Do you record Sarah, I, I, am... I don't, but I'm like, you can send it to my Spotify <laughs> if you would like. <laughs> Kel and I are just like trying to make five minutes. Just trying like, to get, get it in the closet. Can. Shut the door. <laughs> Not the closet. Oh, 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 Emmy's little fingers are like under the door. Like, what are you guys doing in there? Her playlist is toddler tunes and cocoa like melon. Like cocoa melon in the background, <laughs> burning something on the stove. Yeah, it's a hot mess right now, but you know. Well, we'll share our sex playlists with you so okay. you guys can get in the mood. All right, we'll give it a go. And I'd like you both to think of a song to add to it. Oh. And when I see you next, Pony. I'll check back. What? Pony. <laughs> Wait, what? What song is that? You don't know Pony? Oh, Pony by Genuine. <laughs> I thought you said boning. I was oh. like, what the f- That'd be ah, I mean, I'm sure, that? A, I'm sure it's a song, you could, it but it's not. I, I mean, I can't. Yeah, I don't have one off the top of my head like Bailey. Ponder it. Okay, Bailey's been holding that. She like was ready for that. It's just like if you were to say like spit, like that game you were playing earlier. All I can think of is Magic Mike Pony. Okay, well that's a good one. I could write a dick to that any day. L O L. Thank you guys so much for being here today. How do we find the spas? How do we find them? Yeah. They're right off Edgewood. Everyone knows where Zeppelin's is, right? Mm-hmm. It's right across the street. Okay. Yeah. How do we find you online? Um, Our website is currently being completely revamped just yeah. to have a little more but it's up. insight on it. But yes, our basic website is up. It'll just be expanded on shortly. Yeah. And social I think media. on social media, it's just Ritual Med Boutique. Mm-hmm. Your, what's your? We each have our own. Ritual dot. Oh, what is it? Courtney dot Ritual NP. Yeah, I'm Beauty by Bale or Beauty by Bailey. Should have came into that more prepared. Yeah, <laughs> we're both so bad at. Social I know. Media. I actually we got actually on hired your page, someone. and mm-hmm. I noticed you haven't posted in a while on I your Beauty by Bailey. Because page. I got my hands on you guys, not my phone. That's true. Yeah. So good. She's more concerned with her clients. Than Shout out to Hadley media. though. Hadley Shriver is our um, social media gal, and she gets us out of our our loopholes. Like today, she posted that video of me, and it's total ick. But it was cute. I it saw was it cute. when I was on Instagram <laughs> this morning. She has to do so many takes. You guys, I'm so awkward. I hate it, but You're I'll do fine. it. It's when I nail like, one on the first try, I just feel like such a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I just I hate social it. media, but I do. You have to these I do days. Too. Mm-hmm. So and I think Caleb. it helps people get to know us a little, like our quirky sides when we're doing goofy videos it's we're that we're 30. not just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Dirty, flirty, and thriving. <laughs> not on social media, but everywhere else. Yeah. Well, Forever guys. 30. Thanks for yes. having us. Thanks for this coming. I'm so happy. Yeah. I know you were nervous, so I hope this was better than you thought. It was great. Okay, good. Yes. Good laughs to start yeah. on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we have to venture good. the cold. I know, it sucks. Ew, Back into the frozen tundra. Yep. Gremlin state. Mm-hmm. Um, please share and listen and like and review this podcast. And visit our friends at Ritual or Sanctuary Spa. Please and then tell me what you did. Because yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Yes, or tell us when you come in to see Google us. Google reviews. We need heard us on here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. When you go into the spa, mention that you learned about their services through our podcast. We'll do a fun right. little. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. do we'll do something for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Come in to find out. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> that could be scary. <laughs> Maybe we'll change the music in the room. <laughs> Maybe Bailey will sing Pony for you uh, <laughs> while you're on the table. Well, yeah. <laughs> they would not. They would run. I'm not a singer. You have a beautiful life. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.